0: yo what's going on everyone welcome to 115 episode 115 of japan according to akil you can tell by the way i'm talking this is a speedy ass episode because i got shit to do i got family time i got you know commitments and and shit i gotta do i I basically i just gotta watch tv with my wife i got i got a date night tv date night Mm -mm -mm -mm. (laughs) doing a little shuffle (laughs) but yeah um so pretty much this episode Just give a quick update of what's been going on, some background information, a bit more organized to kind of compile. Hopefully I did a pretty good job of it, you know, in a very condensed way and stating my case for why I think these next uh, few weeks here in Tokyo are going to be fucking crazy you know and and wherever you are if you're living outside japan uh you're gonna see tokyo pretty much hitting international news um by late april um and pretty much be the main focus of international news by the end of this month is kind of what i'm expecting to happen so so i don't know i'll break it down a bit more in the episodes but just go ahead and hopefully you can enjoy yo 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 what's going on everyone welcome to episode 115 of japan according to akil we are here on a stormy night here in tokyo i am gonna be speeding through tonight i'm drinking uh some of costco's finest costco hit me up if you like this shameless plug (laughs) Mm. but yeah um i got caught up talking to family and everything um so i'm recording a bit late um, I'm supposed to watch uh, a TV show with my wife later so we're gonna be rushing through this episode like really rushing through this episode um my bad about that again I've just been really been talking to a lot of family the few the past few nights last night I wanted to record as well but didn't really work out as planned I mean good you know I was talking to uh, family back home and Another family member called me uh, suddenly and so got caught up in another conversation tonight. So um, this is just going to be a really short, quick episode. Um, things, a lot of stuff is happening here in Tokyo. I got a list, you know, um, that I, of points I really want to hit. The last episode, you know, I was just running on emotion, things like that. Um, the situation has kind of settled down quite a bit, so I want to make sure I kind of hit a few points. that I want to hit and get you guys a lot of information because I'm pretty sure... Um, I'm pretty confident either, maybe by the time this episode goes up, where I'm recording right now on, what is this? uh, uh, April 13th, 2020. So, you know, maybe possibly by the time I upload this, between this and the next episode, Japan might start getting at the forefront of, of international news. It might even be like another, one more week or something like that. But I think for what I'm seeing, the situation here in Japan... Um, especially in the situation in Tokyo, these next two weeks or two, three weeks are going to be really, really critical, um, to decide like how much or how drastically the situation here escalates. Again, this is just going to be a straight Corona podcast. I'm just telling you, um, But, but yeah, I got a lot of background information just in case that happens, you know, a lot of information that might get skewed from the news in your country. So I want to kind of give you my interpretation, my ear, what I hear going on right here, right now, at this moment, present in time. Mm. Before I do that, um, before I get into things, uh, let me just clear the air a little bit of uh, a few things before I get all wrapped up. Uh, Rod. Our main man, Rod, uh, sent me an email about an English support, um, English medical support hotline. Um, you can check the article in the description. Um, Japan starting uh, English services, hotline services for foreign people from May, Friday, May 20th. Yeah, yeah. From my, let's really kind of (laughs) late, really late, but you know, at least it's there. So from next month, there's going to be English medical services for people who who might possibly need it. Um, So you can check out the article Uh, and there's uh, something else, which I'll get to allude to as well in the uh, profile, which, you know, take a look after But all right, let's, let's just jump into the main topic. Like I said, really don't have time to waste. Um, I'm really behind schedule for tonight. My apologies for rushing through everything, but I just got a lot. I want to get to, um and make sure that i hit so pretty much um on the 8th uh last week last week wednesday a state of emergency was declared in several seven prefectures here in japan i think an eighth one was announced today as well and um what that means you know it was kind of pumped up and hyped and you know um pretty much Jap- the response for japanese people was very quite underwhelming i was a bit thrown off um by it it, it was it kind of went a little bit different than i thought it would go i thought that like japanese people would would really be you know nonchalant about everything and once the state of emergency was announced i thought people would freak out in a very japanese way and be like oh shit!" and we and just flood to the supermarket and flood all over the place and you know Going to panic lockdown mode, which didn't happen actually. What happened was people kind of pretty much were like, eh, eh, you know, and, and went along their everyday lives. Um, which now that I think about it, was was kind of something that similar happened at the beginning of these situations in other countries. Um, but I I kind of thought the way Japanese people would react would be a bit different, would be a bit more panicked, but it wasn't. And um, people, you know, and so. Um, Yeah, for the first couple of days, people kind of went as on as normal and and didn't really give a fuck about what was the situation or what was going on. And now we're at a point where, you know, it's kind of starting to get a bit more serious. A few more celebrities have been getting Corona. Um, The numbers have been, you know, over the weekend have been going up and up and up and up. Um, You know, in the Tokyo area, which is mainly what I'll focus on, uh, we, you know, we cracked like a hundred uh confirmed cases over the weekend we got up to close to 200 and it went back down a bit in the past couple of days but th- but you might think oh yeah it's gone back down but uh, one thing i wanted to really talk about is now i was telling, talking to my cousin earlier and um you know one of my best friends in the world probably even i would say even my best friend in the world we grew up together and, and i was kind of explaining to him um that about a bit about the the medical system and the way it works here in in the system and where you know some red flags i saw coming like a month and a half ago which was like i gotta get my shit together because i don't trust these motherfuckers (laughs) i'm sorry i just don't um Mm. so yeah let's let's talk about it so first thing um a little bit of background about um medicine hospitals things here in japan the way i understand it as well please don't take my word for gospel you know because um there might be some some places where i might be incorrect you know without unknowingly or, or over generalizing or things like that but my understanding from you know my experience anecdotal information and what i see and hear about hospitals in a lot of different situations this is what i'm going to give you so let me just preface it, preface it by that if i do get anything wrong you know that comes out later that i'm mistaken my fucking bad okay but 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 let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you about this shit so the main thing um for me to really understand w- where a lot of red flags about the situation went off with me. Let me, let me let me pull up this, this time so i don't rant too much um and again this will probably bleed over into the next episode is um the background of, of, of Japanese society in in medicine here, right? And generally, um, okay, this is a generalization, but it's kind of been true from what I've been seeing. Um, you know, Japan does very well with, like, structure. The Japan medical industry, and in everything in society, you know, is very structured and very concrete. It's like, you know, it's there. Um, now, what that means is the procedures and and um service and you know way of doing things for handling situations is very rigid very well put together um it's good in in several situations the problem is japan's medical industry from what i see is not good at responding to unforeseen out of the blue situations what i mean by that is like if a person like me my i might have said in a previous episode my worst nightmare is having a heart attack on a train in tokyo because like (laughs) just watching the response to that shit is like oh my gosh like you're just gonna take you like an hour to get to a fucking hospital because you know one one of the main reasons is like um hospitals here like if you got your, your normal country not normal country pretty i'm guessing the country you live in you think if you have an emergency emergency situation your first response is run to an emergency room run up in that motherfucker hey he got shot <laughs> you know i got shot i got stabbed i'm pregnant i'm having a baby i'm having a heart attack whatever the fuck is going on and they'll be like oh shit come on in here get this motherfucker into surgery right now japan doesn't really work like that at all right like Um, and there have been anecdotal, uh, stories and evidence where everything really works on appointment and and preparation. And you got to think why that is, and don't worry, I'll explain a bit more. Um, what that means is like a hospital, for example, if they're not prepared for you, if they don't have the correct facilities for you, if they're, you know, um, for whatever reason, they're not comfortable taking in a patient, they'll refuse that patient actually they'll say uh no like hey we got a gunshot like let's imagine we got a gunshot wound somewhere in japan but you know like or a stab okay stabbing right let's say someone gets stabbed and they're like oh shit this motherfucker's bleeding out and you know there's a hospital around the corner hey yo we coming and they're like whoa 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 we don't have enough beds we don't have a doctor on call or a triage center for this nah, we can't. We, we refuse to take this person. You got to take him to the hospital across town. And, you you know, you call the hospital across town. Oh, we got this motherfucker. He's like, oh, shit, our main doctor, he's sick. We can't take him. Like, you got, oh, and, and there have been stories of people literally riding from around the hospital. The ambulances just cruising around and people died because, like, hospitals wouldn't accept them. And, you know, be the, what it is, it, it's, it's kind of a cultural trait here, in my opinion, is that, you know, in Japan, like, people and same thing it goes back to like you might have seen or heard anecdotes about restaurants refusing foreign people i've been refused service to bars and things like that like where they say no foreign people allowed or things like that and the best um analogy i can give to it is like um like a, a let's say a nightclub or a bar let's say a bar right hmm. A typical Japanese response to a bar or restaurant, let's say a restaurant, make it a little bit easier, more applicable. A small restaurant or izakaya or something like that, a local place, and you walk in, you know, and let's say they are not used to dealing with foreign people and they don't have anybody who can speak English. Their first reaction might be, no, 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 no. You can't come in here. Right. And they might try to wave you off like, no, you got to get out of here. Not in a forceful way, but just like no, no, sorry, 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 no, no, no. The reason why is because, and you might be offended. you be like, oh fuck, Japan's racist. They don't want foreign people around here. Fuck this shit. But what it is actually is because they don't have the confidence in delivering the service level that they expect to you. They'll just refuse you, right? And that's kind of something that happens here in Japan quite a bit. I notice, like, if people aren't able to give their standard level of service they'll just refuse you know everything from this it's like like a reaction like oh fuck we can't do it get out of here (laughs) you know Um, (laughs) and for me it's a big issue here in japan because and with and this is like a perfect storm for this type of thing because you know um Like the procedures for medicine and things like that. Like, I've seen on TV, I've watched very closely. Hospitals are like, yes, we bring the person in here and we send this special room and we got this shit and then we we hold them down and we check them, we talk to them. And I'm like, I'm watching this shit, and this is why I was like, fuck, I gotta get my shit together because I'm watching shit. I'm like, that works very well if you got one or two people a day coming in, you know, with possible corona symptoms. But if you look at what's going on in New York and you got like 1,500 motherfuckers coming into a hospital with possible corona symptoms, that doesn't work, you know, and this in Japan doesn't really handle, um, Those kind of out of the box situations, and it really breaks down very easily. And I see the system here breaking down very easily. See, I'm I'm starting to ramble already. I can give so many anecdotal pieces of information, like you know, basically last week after I think I can't remember if I explained this last time, but you know, um, Japan was already running out of hospital. They ran out of hospital beds and started housing people in hotels. Um, The thing about these hotels is that like i think the first hotel house up to a thousand people for example right because you know there's no available beds for people in hospitals and they're not just going to have people lined up in the hallways like in new york you know they no, we can't do that you know uh, we got to have a correct space for every one person so the solution is we got a thousand bed uh, hotel lined up for these motherfuckers. And we'll just put people with mild symptoms in there. And we'll have a doctor on duty 24 hours a day to check up on everybody once a day. My thinking is, well, what happens if like 10% of those people's symptoms go from mild to severe, which we kind of know has been going on that when people have been lying down, on their back for a percent longer per- period of time they have they the percentage of those people you know their symptoms getting worse developing pneumonia and needing a ventilator has been quite increased drastically increased so what happens if you got a, a, a hotel with like a thousand motherfuckers and let's say one day like 50 people get really sick. And then you got one doctor in a fucking hotel to deal with these people. And you remember what I said about the ambulance, by the way, I was watching something on the news, a news show the other night. I hope it's not true, but they were saying, I hope I misinterpreted what they were saying, but they were basically saying like, for people with Corona, um, a regular ambulance can't take them to the hospital they have to get like a special ambulance and that ambulance takes like three hours to get there or some shit like that and you know it's just like oh my gosh like ah. so you telling me like when all these shit really starts breaking out like because you know what that you've talked about it before how that trend line goes like in a couple of weeks when you've got thousands of people showing showing up with fucking corona symptoms you know um not even that even hundreds more like the system's gonna break like a fucking plastic fork (laughs) you know Mm. anyway i can go on for that for days like i said i don't i don't really have that much time this episode so uh, I want to get so for for that reason. Other reasons is uh, 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 okay. Well, I'll, I'll save that one for my last one. So, um, another big issue going on now, um, that be, is the economic issue, and and you know because the government has been asking businesses to close, there's been a lot of feed pushback, a lot of complaining, a lot of questioning from companies and businesses and things like that, especially the restaurant, you know, service industries, barber shops, things like that. Pretty much everybody has been like, yo, what the fuck are we going to do? And there's been a lot of back and forth about, you know, the level of support and, and financial um, backing from the governments and things like that. And pretty much what's developing, and I've got an article from a few days ago there, is is really developing a big battle between the governors and the central government. The central government's really taking the economic economics is a priority since the body bags haven't really started dropping the bodies haven't really started dropping yet so they're kind of like well we need to keep the economy going especially especially here in tokyo in the tokyo area um but the governor governor koike um, is really like yo shit's about to get serious y'all y'all need to stop fucking around we need to really shut everything down lock this shit down and make it a priority you know um and it's been kind of like a back and a japanese style back and forth between them you know it's more like well i suggest we do this and then they're like well we think this is you know it's no yelling or anything going on at all but but it is a big conflict and you know i i i think like yeah the government kind of threw a little curveball because the gov- the tokyo governor if you don't know she ran independently and won the governorship here in tokyo several years back and she became pretty popular you know um i think she's you know she's been doing an all right job um but just before this it, it was kind of funny timing just before this situation uh, started the ldp which is like the ruling party here who's been ruling for like decades like 50 60 years besides a little short time was like yeah we're considering backing her uh, for the next election Uh, again it's a lot of background information i don't have time to get into but i was like huh why are they considering backing her now and now it kind of i feel like they kind of were playing their hands you know like yo we'll bring you in the fold if just play no play cards with us play play ball with us in this situation and then the next election we got you but I feel like she's got enough sense to be like, yo, this situation is really going to get out of hand really quick. I mean, you know, their politicians, they got projections and all this shit that they really don't share with people. And a lot of the information, if you I, I was telling my uh, my, uh, my wife, my mother-in-law, like, if you look at Japanese TV all now <clears throat> from like a week and a half ago, they started showing scenes of like hospital beds and shit like that. But, you know, in this situation, but all they show is New York. They don't show sick people in Tokyo. They don't show sick people in Japan. They don't show hospital rooms in Japan. They don't show the situation. And they talk about it, but they don't show it because they don't want to panic people. You know, and mm, you know, I'm I'm really expecting in these next couple weeks, maybe maybe even days, when we get uh, start getting the big upticks that you've seen. You know, um, it's just going to get real. Another thing is, like, we might even not even get those official numbers out of Tokyo because the testing numbers are so low. If you just do some research on the testing procedure in Japan, it's so meticulous. It's not even funny. Like, I'm, again, I don't have the time to get into it, but, you know, just if you want to just check it out, check it out. There's a lot of conditions you have to meet before you can even get tested for Corona here at this present moment in time. And it's just like, you know, running out, like it, it, I just know it's spreading all over the place, and there are a bunch of people who have corona that just don't even know it yet, you know, haven't developed you know symptoms really, um, and will develop symptoms in these coming weeks, and it's just gonna get wild, man. It's just gonna get really, really wild. So, um, again, just for it's, it's I think a pretty good article um, related to the central government versus the governor. Uh, check it out in in the profile. Um, and for all these reasons, pretty much what I'm expecting to happen in these next few weeks, and I, Lord, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. Um, I really think like in these next couple weeks, you're going to see from now Japan, just like Italy, just like New York, become at the forefront of international news as like ground zero for um, Corona deaths for the Corona, you know, epidemic. I think it's going to take the baton from New York and surpass New York. I was telling my wife, like the worst case scenario you got in your mind, double it (laughs) Like, pretty much is, is kind of whatever you can imagine. The worst shit you can imagine. Double that is kind of what I'm, I'm I'm bracing myself for to hit Tokyo, the Tokyo area um, in these coming weeks. Again, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm not praying for, I'm hoping I'm wrong. Um, But I'm not expecting to be wrong and I'm expecting that to start really in like late, you know, starting in late April Um, is if we can clear late April and not just have fucking tons of body bags in the streets of Tokyo, I'll be super fucking happy. But I think we're going to have a bunch of body bags like in, in, in the streets of Tokyo. I'm sorry to say it like I'm sorry to be the one to say this, but. Like I just gotta keep it real with you. Like it's gonna be a bunch of Japanese body bags. Like you know, and it's, it's fucking crazy. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like I'm I'm you know I mean I've been talking. The reason why I've been having long conversations, you know, with my family is because I'm trying to get ahead of that and really encourage them to um not encourage them. Sorry, just put information i was just trying to explain the situation here in a lot more detail than i'm doing to you guys um and just being like all this shit's going on you're probably gonna see it in the news from like this coming these coming weeks i'm fine we're good i've been doing xyz to prepare for this for like the past month and a half we're cool so if you see this shit don't freak out calling me and like, you know, and tell, um, I got a big family. I'm like, don't tell, don't, you know, tell all the relatives. So I don't have like a million aunts and uncles calling me and being like, Oh my gosh, you come home. What the fuck? Like we're good, you know? So, um, that's pretty much what the shit that I've been on uh, recently. So, hopefully you know that that's kind of like hit home and 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 everything will be okay but but um but yeah honestly i really do hope i'm wrong but i do not expect to be wrong at all like and um yeah yeah she's gonna get real like the end of the end of april so i don't know so that's pretty much it again i'm um, sorry for the really short really rushed episode this time but um you know i gotta spend some family time i got i gotta um you know spend some time with my wife and 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 because you know now that i'm pretty much on lockdown all the time um you know schedule family has really become the priority for me so i'm trying my best to balance keep keep myself in order psychologically keep you know my family in order you know, spend time with my son, spend time with my wife, enjoy like movies and things like that. You know, yes, I watch the news and stuff like that, but also at the same time, I know it's important to um, to to maintain the, the psychological element of things, especially going into this situation where I'm I was telling I was like, yo, three to six months. You expect three to six months we're gonna be in this motherfucker. You know, so <laughs> get ready for it. And she's like, Really? I'm like Yeah, really. So get, get you know, just get comfortable. So um I mean of course you know this, you know, you know this, but Japan this is Japan's not ready and Japan's gonna get I really feel like in these next couple of weeks Japan's gonna get hit really really hard um which is what i was trying to like allude to in the, a few weeks ago so hopefully wherever you are wherever you're doing you're prepared you're stocked up if you're living in japan get your medicine up right now you know um and get your shit together get your shit together that's all i can say because um when the shit goes down you better be ready that's all i gotta say so But yeah, but besides that, I'm good. I'm good. I'm in in good spirits. Um, I'm cool. I really enjoy spending a lot of time with my son, getting his writing skills up to par. Um, You know, having fun, watching Michael Jackson videos, dancing around the house, and stuff like that. So, so all right, y'all. I hope you're doing well. Um, Sorry to be all doom and gloom. I just wanted to kind of psychologically prepare you guys for news you might see, giving you again the inside track of what's going on in and around Tokyo. Hopefully um i'm wrong hopefully i'm wrong this time i really 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 hope i'm wrong this time but if just in case i'm not you know where you heard it first and you know if you start seeing j- news flashes about japan on tv your boy is good over here and um just pray for everybody if you're a religious person so all right y'all let me get about here now i'll you next time peace